Welcome to Rage Against the Mainstream, your full spectrum source for all things music, insight, and opinion. Today's date is March 7th, 2022. My name is Bill. I'm joined here today with Eric. Hey, everybody. So today is another monumental occasion. If you are an avid listener of the show, you know that this is episode 22. And as every season, we end our seasons at episode 22. So if you stuck around throughout this crazy season with multiple lineup changes and uh, interviews galore and the addition of video, which I'm 100% super stoked about, um, you're the real ones. Thank you. So um, I guess in the past week, have you encountered anything new or interesting? Uh, as I know that you're a big 80s metal guy. Yep. Scorpions released a new album. That's awesome. Called, uh, Rock Believers. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they finally got together over, uh, the pandemic and put some new, uh, music together. Scorpions are one of those bands that no one ever really like talks about and they have more than just rock you like a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the members involved, you know, they're just incredible musicians. Um, Scorpions are awesome. They really yeah. are. And um, I heard a little bit of the song that you were playing earlier and uh, they still have it. Yeah. You know? It's almost like a like a fine wine. It gets better with age, except they just sound the same as they did forty years ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it if it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Now, do you know anything about the lineup or anything that's going on right now with them? No. No. I wonder if uh, uh, Michael Shanker's involved or um, Rudolph Shanker or any of those original guys. But regardless, they still sound amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's super fucking cool. Um. Now, I'm a giant fan of biopics. I I haven't met a biopic that I haven't liked yet, and I think I may have found my favorite one so far, and it hasn't even been released yet. Um, it's called Elvis. <laughs> Comes <laughs> out uh, June 22nd of this year. Uh, it's got Tom Hanks. I forget the the dude's name that plays Elvis, but um, I don't really remember him from anything. He, like it, like who knows this may be his uh film debut <clears throat> but um trailer looks really good yeah it does and from what i can see so far is that it looks very like historically accurate like like the uh like him going to the gospel and everything as a kid and that like transforming mm-hmm. him and the you know you see like clips of him like in the army and stuff and then you see like all the various costume changes that he had over the years um, it's something I'm super, super stoked for. And, yeah, uh, it looks really good. Who knows? I might go on a movie date with my grandmother to go see it. She would probably love that. Yeah, super Elvis fan. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now on to heavier, brutal things. Uh, Meshuggah released a couple new songs. Um, one of them being, um, God damn it. Like I knew how to pronounce this word before we start. Abysmal. Uh, yeah, abysmal. There we go. Duh. Um, <laughs> Abysmal Eye uh, paired with an incredible video. Um, after the show, I have to show you the video. It's it's like cool. 
it's like like how Thriller was like for music videos. I feel like this is going to be like the same thing for like super heavy music. Like this music video was like shot incredibly. It's just like it embodies everything that you think like should be in a newer wave heavy metal music video. Huh. And um, <clears throat> it kind of goes into what I was saying uh, a few weeks ago about the new Mashuga stuff. It seems like uh, what's the right word here? I don't want to say like sterile feeling. But it kind of feels like there's like a like a cookie cutter type element to it. Mm-hmm. But you know what they say about like uh I don't know what they say about anything. But <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna like try to make some like uh like rationalization about it with like uh like the Pillsbury, like frozen cookie dough and like whatever. Like you just can't get enough of it. Like that's basically what that is. You're not supposed to is. eat it, but you still do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, um, Abysmal Eye from Meshuggah. I implore every one of you to go check it out. It's super fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah. If you don't like it, you know where to find us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's move into our music history for today. On today, March 7th, 1968, speaking of Elvis Presley, uh, today he records Wonderful World Edge of reality and a little less conversation. That's like the like the quintessential like Las Vegas type movie. Like that song is always in the background somewhere. Little less conversation. Like it's yeah. just it's one of those like quintessential Elvis songs. It's just like perfect. Mm. But um yeah, nineteen sixty eight. Nice. Moving forward to nineteen eighty three. Songwriters Hall of Fame inducts Neil Sadaka. 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 <laughs> Sudoku. Yeah. <laughs> the Lion Sleeps Tonight and Stevie Wonder into their ranks during their annual New York ceremony. That's crazy that Stevie Wonder had already made it in 1983. And I'm like, like, yeah, he, he had been around for years at he, that point. He put a bunch of legwork in as a little kid. Like, by the time most people are starting, he already had. Like a full-blown career under his belt. Yeah, exactly. I think, I forget what it was. We knew, like, we had talked about the number of albums that he had put out by the time he was 18 years old. It was, like, incredible. Yeah. Like, I wish I was half as creative as Stevie Wonder. Fuck that. I wish I was, like, a tenth as creative as Stevie Wonder. A fraction, if you will. Um, And you can see. <laughs> yeah, and I can see. <laughs> um, When I was writing this one up, or, you know, like, finding the... The, on this day, because obviously, like we don't know these things off the top of our head. Um, <clears throat> when I saw Neil Sedaka, I had to look him up. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Turns out he's the guy that made The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah, I was, I was like, huh, that's funny. He had, he also did a lot of other things too, but that's like the one that he's like known for, or like his, his the biggest song he did. You got like you got to think for his like weird of a song that is like it has stood the test of time. Yeah, like, it's still around. Yeah, exactly. Like it's crazy. It's wild. Speaking of wild, in 1985, the song "We Are the World" is released as a single, soon achieving the massive chart success all around the world. The song, written written by Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson, is recorded for a charity to help battle famine in Africa. <coughs> So, funny story here. 
Um, the now defunct, and if you guys are listeners of it, I'm sorry that you had to find out this way, uh, based on box office, um, the other co-host, Will, I remember we were at a party one time, it was me and you, and it was a party mm-hmm. where you got to pick songs, and I was like, you know what, I really feel like listening to We Are The World, like, we, <laughs> like we know about this song, and um, Will, who's a self-proclaimed Michael Jackson, like, fan, and of, you know, uh, the finer tastes of music and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. We put this on and he's like, like at first he's listening to it and then he hears Michael Jackson and he's like, wait, this is real? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, this is happening like the 80s. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then when you're watching the video and you see all the people involved, he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'll never. That's one of the things I'll never forget for the rest of my life. The day that Will found out that we are the world actually existed. He was definitely uh, more enthusiastic about it than Bob Dylan was. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen the documentary? Uh, it, it surfaced on YouTube a little while ago of the making of this song. No. You have to check it out. They show like outtakes and stuff. Like, Mm. so We Are the World was recorded the same night as the AMAs or the Grammys. It was one of the two award shows. The reason they chose that night is because everybody was in town. Michael Jackson had left early to go and record his parts. This shit, like, took place at, like, midnight until, like, six in the morning. Huh. Yeah. So everything was already done. You know, you got Quincy behind the board doing his shit. And then, like, you're watching the documentary and people just start rolling in. And it's like, like, who's who? shows up and it's like incredible little known fact here is that Dan Acro was actually a part of this really yes <laughs> if you look here you'll be able to say it those are for people now watching for people watching the video not for you or I was very confused or you that's listening on your iPhone or Android device or computer we don't discriminate <laughs> um look <yeah>. up <laughs> just look you Whatever you're it? doing, just look up. You'll see Dan Aykroyd in the We Are The World music video. <laughs> but it's funny, though. I've always thought it was strange that there was never any heavy metal guys in that song. Like, you know, you had like Don Dockin, who had like an incredible voice for back then. Mm-hmm. You had Vince Neil, who was incredible. Like, I know everyone's like, oh, he's going to say David Lee Roth. But David Lee Roth was more of an eye. He was more of a character and an icon than, a, than of a singer. And I feel like that could have maybe drawn a little bit more attention to it. Mm-hmm. But... Like, guys like Vince Neil, guys like Brett Michaels, guys like Don Dockin or Jeff Tate, like, I feel like they would have even, like, took it even further because of the higher registers that they were able to do. But if We Are the World for Heavy Metal is something that you crave, you can search up. It's called Here in Aid. It's called We're Stars. It's essentially We Are the World, just heavy metal guys. And it's like Dio, Don Dockin uh vince neal's in it uh blackie lawless from wasp it's just like it's incredible after the show you'll have to see this because yeah, it's, it's something it like when will found out that we are the world is how i felt when i heard of hearing aid <laughs> and uh it was absolutely incredible but yeah so 1985 uh we are the world's released a single and actually if i recall this is when it was uh Maybe not have been this day, but it was wasn't soon after this that it was like uh, every radio station across America played it at the same time. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. If only we were alive back then. I know. 
So, moving forward to 1987, the Beastie Boys appear on Soul Train where they perform Brass Monkey. They win over host Don Cornelius who tells them, you're very chilling, very hip, and we like your music. (laughs) Riveting. (laughs) (laughs) You're chilling. Chilling. I wish somebody would say that about this show. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are chilling, and we really like it. <laughs> yeah, we were chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've i always wished that I could have been there for, like, the emergence of the Beastie Boys to see, like, how, like, how that shift would have happened in hip-hop. And just for, like, the sheer, like, attitude that they brought to it. Yeah. Like, I, I've always had a soft thought for the Beastie Boys. I love the fucking Beastie Boys. Yeah, I mean... They were one of like the pioneers of bridging that gap. Yeah. And like they had fun with it too. Like you have songs like Brass Monkey. Yeah. And like License to Ill and you know, like uh I don't know, Fight for Your Right and shit like that. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. They're like fun songs. Yeah. But they were very serious rappers. But I guess this That's very talented. Extremely like, talented. They were great. This kind of brings us to a perfect segue. Talking about Brass Monkey and all these other songs. For our season finale, I would like to bring up, or I would like to talk about how people should feel when they listen to the show. They should feel fucking pumped. Like what like what gets you going? Like when you get in the car in the morning and you just like have one of those mornings where you're just like, I'm ready to fucking I'm ready to go. What do you listen to? So I get. I just have a list of songs here, and I'm pretty sure you got a, a list of uh, list of songs. Yeah, we just go through them, and I guess just give like our uh, like a brief synopsis, if you will, of the song and what it does for you. I'll let you start on this one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna start off with Joker and the Thief, Wolf Mother. Oh, nice! Like it's got a great open. Like the entire song is like a perfectly crafted classic rock song like it's like everything that you want mm-hmm. uh i i used to work with this older guy who was uh you know grew up in the 60s into the 70s like he was there like when all this stuff like when music was you know at a at its highest point back yeah. back uh back then and i put joker and the thief on and like he was like blown away he was like these guys got it (laughs) they ignited that like long lost flame of rock rock music yeah for the for the hope that he had lost for uh for new era of rock music (laughs) yeah he found the uh the uh uh what the fuck What did Indiana Jones find? The gauntlet. Not the gauntlet. Fucking. <laughs> the big rock? No, not the big rock. Short round. Not, sh- <laughs> not short round. The Not the fountain of youth, but. Temple of Doom? That I think it was in the Temple of Doom, wasn't it? Yeah. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? You drink from it. It's eternal youth or immortality. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> oh, and no. if you drink the wrong one, you die. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I've seen oh, it. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you know the answer, find us on our social medias and let us know. Just look up. <laughs> yeah, just look up. <laughs> um, now, when I get in the car, and if I know it's going to be like that type of day, like everything went right, like, you know, I woke up earlier than my alarm clock, and like I wasn't mad about it, and like... You know, the dog took a shit really fast, so like I, it was, I wasn't wasting my time, and like the shower just hit right that morning, and you know my coffee wasn't burned. I get in the car or my work van and turn on the radio. First thing I do, people of the sun, people of the sun, <laughs> people of the sun. Like it's just like it's like one of those like like get you going songs, like. Like, you know, if try to think of like the right way to describe this. When that fucking beat kicks in, people come up like once that happens, it's just like nothing can go wrong. Yeah. Nothing could nothing could possibly go wrong, you know, until like a tractor trailer f- like comes into your lane and fuck <laughs> the road or something like that. Something that you can't help until something like that happens. People of the sun is the medicine I prescribe for a good morning. I also uh, feel similarly about uh, take the power back. It's oh like a yeah, slow burn, but it's like by the end of it, you're just like punch a hole in a uh, in a wall. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be a real Kyle wearing your monster hat and your uh, fallen T-shirt and your DCs. Punch a hole right through. Gotta take the power back, bro. <laughs> um, another one I have here is a newer song from Amon Marth called Crack the Sky. It's, if if you're unaware of Amon Marth, they are Viking metal. And it's just like, like you're getting ready to storm Valhalla like while listening to this shit. And like <laughs> this particular song, like uh, the chorus is like Thor, let your hammer fly. Like the light, let the lightning crack the blackened sky. And it's just like, Okay. <laughs> and like you just can't help but like get pumped. <laughs> but yeah, so that's another one for me. It should have been in Ragnarok. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. Like this song should have been in Thor. Like it really should have been. I mean it came out well after Thor, but it like fits that whole thing. That would be badass. That's another after the show moment. That should be like another thing. Like we should start doing those like after the show. Yeah. Good idea. Stay tuned for season five. <laughs> behind the scenes after <laughs> show. If you want to see the behind the scenes after show, subscribe to us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the things. We're going to talk about talking about the things that we talked about on the show. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you have? <laughs> uh, I got Multiply by Exhibit. Okay. That's just a like... Great, like, go-getter, get, like, pumped up and, like, take over the world type song. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, for someone like Exhibit that has these, uh, these type of, like, uh, like, really, like, driving songs, mm-hmm. it's kind of really, it's a big letdown that he wasn't, like, bigger than what he was. Yeah, I, I mean, you know I, what I mean? I think he's great. I think he's great, too. <clears throat> it's just, like... I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, who he possibly could have gotten overshadowed by or why he got overshadowed in the first place. 
Maybe it's, it's probably MTV. Yeah. They couldn't let him get too big because they needed him to host Pimp My Ride. Yeah. <laughs> then they would have to go like Ludacris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If Pimp My Down Ride's here a... In the ATL. Pimp My Ride's a whole difference. <laughs> like that, it's like a, a surreal, like the most surreal, like TV show. <laughs> What's the one meme that I saw? It was like, um... It was like, Pimp My Ride used to be so crazy. Like, yo, we heard you like, yo, we heard you like going to the movies. So we turned your entire backseat into a popcorn machine. <laughs> I saw a meme where it was like, yo, dog, I heard you're depressed. So, so we put suicide doors on your whip. <laughs> Some of the memes lately have been fucking fire. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, speaking of fire, if I'm also looking to get fucking pumped up, like after work, um, like it was a good day, everything was fine, like your lunch didn't taste like shit, you know, your boss wasn't an asshole that day. I mean, not that my boss is ever an asshole. I don't know if he listens to the show. I think he does. <laughs> but, um, John, you're a real one. Um, <laughs> uh, everything just went right at work and it's a Friday. You got out a little bit early. This should come as no surprise that Van Halen's going to somehow find its way onto my radio. I mean, <laughs> maybe by accident, maybe I click shuffle, or maybe I just went and purposefully put on Why Can't This Be Love <laughs> from 5150, the Sammy Hagar first single that they had. <clears throat> it's just like the Van Halen nuts listen to the show. They'll be able to explain it too. That That song just has like a fucking, it just like, it moves and like, it's just like a good song. And like you like, you can sing to it and like yell to it. And like, it doesn't matter. It's just always going to sound good. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those songs. And it's usually followed up by like Panama or summer nights or some shit like that, depending on the time of year. Actually, it doesn't really matter for me. I, I listen to summer nights all year round. It's always a summer night here. <laughs> <Slack> household. <laughs> <laughs> what do you um. got? <laughs> I got my next one up. <coughs> Gangster rap made me do it. <laughs> Ice cute. <laughs> how, nice. can, how can you not get pumped listening oh, to that yeah. song? You know what used to get me going with uh, Ice with Ice Cube was um fucking... Uh, God damn it. No Vaseline. Yeah. That's, uh, that's always like my go-to for like the longest time. It's like one of the best diss tracks of all time. Literally of all time. Like... He went so hard. First you was down with the AK. Now I see you on a video with Michelle. <laughs> oh man. Call me Arnold, but you Benedict. <laughs> Easy E went saw your ass and went in a quick. It was just like what? <laughs> Some of the lines in there are just like <clears throat> Ice Cube, like the one thing about that song though is that towards the end, he got like it's almost like he didn't know how to conclude the song and like it kind of got lazy. Like, yeah. uh, like, uh, with no Vaseline, just a bucket in a little gasoline. Light him up, light him up, flame on. So that Jerry Kale is gone. And it's just like, I don't know. There's yeah. like parts of that song. Like, actually, this is how I've always felt about Ice Cube. Like, on it, like, as a whole, he's not amazing. But, there is moments where he's like undeniable, like amazing. Yeah. But as a whole, 
Like if you have like a hundred percent, he's more like a 60, 40 split, but the 40 is like really bad. <laughs> Just like the SUV that he had in our, are we there yet? Yeah. 60, 40 split. <laughs> I haven't seen a movie in years. <laughs> oh man. I just can't believe that, like, you went from no Vaseline to are we there yet? Yeah. It's like, bro. Like, he literally went from being in the world's most dangerous group to being a household name as a father figure. Yeah. It's just so strange to me. Stepfather. Yeah, stepfather. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Then, you know, then you have, like, a return to form in, like, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. (laughs) I'll kill you, Doug. (laughs) That, dude, that scene always gets me. Because, like... Even though Jonah Hill's like reading the text messages, you can like hear it in Ice Cube's voice. Hey, Doug, I'm going to kill you, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's getting close to the end of my ride home. And I've been on a full blown, full tilt, like just straight fire jam fest in the van. And I can only think of a couple ways to kind of end this to make it from like the last couple minutes of my drive to my front door. Now I have a couple that are tied. I have Sabbath true from Metallica shoot the thrill by ACDC or whitewashed from August burns red whitewashed. I feel like is more of a like middle of your drive type song. Like you're like, you know, like you're, you're already wiped out from fucking freaking out the people of the sun (laughs) <laughs> and your voice is kind of shot from why can't this be love? So you're not going to try to scream whitewashed. So yeah, whitewashed isn't, doesn't count anymore. Shoot to thrill. I feel like should be somewhere towards the end of the ride, but still kind of like, yeah, towards the end of the ride, but not quite the last song. Sad, but true. I feel like should be like the ending song. Like I've made it to my front door and I'm getting ready to kick it the fuck in. Walk up, <laughs> step on the dog. And <laughs> go take a shower. <laughs> Sabbath true ends my drive. Nice. I just think I everyone hate uh, people hate on the black album. I don't see why. I think the black album is a masterpiece and mm-hmm. the songs are well crafted and Sabbath true is of no exception. I actually I feel like Sabbath true should have been the lead single. Off, actually, it should have been the second single off of. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman almost made my list, but I was like, eh, that's too that's too much of a gimme. Actually, if you look on my thing, it says enter, and I scribbled it out. So I was like, Ooh. I can't put that. <laughs> so uh, how does your ride start to conclude? Hmm. An ender. That's a tough one. <laughs> Usually it's not planned, but uh ninety five wasn't totally destroyed, forty two wasn't fucked up, two ninety five wasn't <clears throat> fucked up. You said smooth sailing the whole time in the ridge line. <laughs> <laughs> uh damn. The fucking mm. bed speakers are freaking the fuck out. <laughs> People don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, Eric just like, bought a new car, by the way. Yeah, it's a truck. <laughs> new truck. 
<laughs> sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like something like Hawthorne Heights. Like, okay. I'm saying sorry, maybe. You know what's funny? What? Saying sorry was originally going to be my suggestion for this. Huh? Swear to God. Look. Hawthorne Heights <laughs> saying. We we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> no, the, the, that was completely not planned. This is like the equivalent of like wearing the same clothes. Not literally the same clothes, but the same type of outfit. Same colors. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to end your drive with saying sorry. Yeah. I think it's a pretty decent ending song. Especially with that last chorus. And like the play out from that. Mm-hmm. I love Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. If you don't, you suck. <laughs> Truly. So, <laughs> what what do you think? What songs get you going in the morning? What songs keep you going throughout the day? What songs makes you want to get home and just kick your fucking door in? Get out of our social media accounts. Facebook.com slash RATM podcast. Instagram and Twitter at RATM podcast. YouTube search. Rage Against the Mainstream podcast. And of course, if you need to tell us any more, retmpodcast at gmail.com. But that concludes our last topic for season four. Let's get into our suggestions for this week. <laughs> I'll let you go first, Eric. Well, I was thinking about songs that get me pumped up, mm-hmm. which I said take the power. I'm going to go Rage Against the Machine again, but with Know Your Enemy. Nice. I love that song. What album is that on for the listeners that don't know? Self-titled. Nice. Now, I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction. Um, this is something almost like I've never recommended before on this show. Is it? Is it Lion Sleeps the Night? No, no, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Rockin' Robin. No, um... <laughs> going back to like Hawthorne Heights and like the music that was popular when we were in high school, um, something that was always like a guilty pleasure back then, but I don't really care if anyone knows that I listen <laughs> to this shit now. Um, um, the album is called Want. The artist is 303. Um, the song is Don't Trust Me. It's just one of those like, it's a party song. Like that's all it is. It's just like a good, like good rolling party song. And you it know, is, it is a great song. And tell your boyfriend if he's got beef that uh, I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really a vegetarian. All of you should know that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but um, so yeah. So we want to thank everyone that's listened to the show since day one. Or, you know, you just started this season. You just, this was your first episode. I am, I ask you, I beg you, plead with you to go back, re-listen to the old episodes. We will be returning for season five. We're going to be coming back in a big way. Uh, so make sure you stay, you know, uh, up to date on our social medias. You stay up to date on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, yeah, that's where it's where you're going to find us. Who knows? Maybe we'll make it a Snapchat one day. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe in the break between season four and five, we'll get a TikTok. That seems to be what the kids are doing nowadays. Watch Bill do some uh, dances. Yeah, I'll do dances and filters and 
Yeah, all that stuff. Dance the music and then cut away and he'll be wearing a, a revealing dress. <laughs> <laughs> you might catch me doing a Buffalo Bill dance. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> but um Or else it gets the host <laughs> gets the host again. <laughs> no, no, please. No, please. <laughs> uh. Um so once again, you can find us. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at RATM podcast, Facebook.com slash RATM podcast. Write us an email. Tell us suggestions. Are you a band? Write to us. We'll give you a feature on the show. We'll interview you. We'll rate your music. If you will. Um, RATM podcast at gmail.com. But for the conclusion of season four, I like thank you all for listening. On that note, it's another episode of Rage Against the Mainstream podcast. For the book. As always, I'm Bill. And I'm Eric. Have a good night, guys. Thank you for listening. And remember, 